regardless of whatever his position might be financially, in terms of anything of life. But if he has qanaat, innal ghina, ghina nafs to the extent that the person has qanaat, then he'll be at peace. And without qanaat, there's no end to it. No matter what a person might have, but he'll always be looking somewhere else. So the first thing that Rasulullah mentioned in this hadith sharif was that the three things that are muhlikat, that are destroyers. So the first thing was shukhun muta'un. The second aspect, wahawan muttaba'un. Hawan muttaba' the desires that are followed. So a desire coming into the heart is involuntary. That shaitan will whisper something, the nafs will desire something. That desire is involuntary. But acting on that desire is within a person's control. Or deciding to not act upon it is in his control. And this is the whole test of life. And this is what has been given to us in this ayat of the Quran Sharif. That the person who fears standing on the day of Qiyamah in front of his Rabb and giving an account of his deeds as a result. And that then, when that becomes the way that a person conducts his life, whatever I desire I must have, until I don't have it then I must try to keep having it, then that becomes what controls him. Everything then starts running on the on that matter of desire. If he is happy also, he is happy only because what he desired he got. And if he is upset, he is down, he is depressed, is because what he desired didn't come. Not what Allah Ta'ala wants from him. To be happy upon what Allah Ta'ala wanted from him. Like in one dua, Rasulullah Sallallahu made this dua, which was ta'aleem for us. Allahumma j'alni minal ladheena idha ahsanu istabsharu wa idha asa'u istaghfaru Allah make me among those when they do some good they become happy this is happiness not proud they become happy on what what a great bounty Allah bless me with Allah Ta'ala enabled me to fulfill this good act Allah Ta'ala's grace this is real happiness this is happiness that a person does that which makes Allah Ta'ala happy Allah Ta'ala becoming happy that is the real happiness for insan for this banda of Allah Ta'ala so now a person when desires take over his life he will be depressed whenever his desire hasn't worked out regardless of whether that was something permissible, impermissible if his desire didn't work out he's depressed and now insan, how many desires is going to fulfill? Today one, then tomorrow something else, but then how far? So he will forever be in this depression of some sort. And this restlessness, the lack of any kind of peace within himself. This unease. There won't be any end to it. Because there is no end to desires. And those desires cannot always be fulfilled. In fact, most of the time it can't be fulfilled. So now he'll always be in the state of unease. And always trying to somehow, as a result, and then these desires, a person now fulfilled a haram desire, this is shaitan's very great trap. 
very very great and severe trap of shaitan and nafs sometimes a temptation comes in the heart and now the temptation starts strengthening and a person seems to be coming very uh, helpless in front of the temptation so what trap a person falls in that now this intensity of this temptation is getting so severe that I can't withstand this anymore if I succumb to this, if I give in to this and I commit this sin then this will be the end of this feeling the end of this temptation and then I will be at least over with this then I'll carry on properly and carry on with life without getting involved in this ever again so rather I just now get done with this now that is a very severe trap of shaitan because at that time when a person succumbs to it what he really did was that he strengthened the roots so now for that moment everything seemed to now suddenly have come right he seems to be now over with this battle within himself and he feels that now I am over with it I can now carry on with life without getting into this problem again but in reality what he has done is he has strengthened the roots of it so now the first time it came at a certain intensity the second time because the roots have been strengthened it will finally come back with greater intensity so it came on the scale of 1 to 10 it came with the intensity of 7 previously now it will come at 9 and then the next time it will come at maybe past 10 it will come at 11 so now every time that he keeps indulging in this, he is further strengthening the roots of it. Momentarily it will seem like now, okay, he got done with this. But then he will come back with greater force. And eventually a person becomes completely enslaved by this. And on the other side, if he restrained himself, it seemed for that moment that maybe he might even lose his life. Allah Ta'ala doesn't take anybody's life for that. Rather he gets life. When he restrains himself from haram, his life doesn't go. He gets life. Meaning the reality of life comes. The life of the heart. That heart comes alive. It comes alive with the muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala. It comes alive with the true enjoyment of life. So now the first time it came at the intensity level of 10, but he restrained himself. He distracted the mind in some way. He went and started, made wudu, got engaged in the tilawat of the Quran Sharif. He made some nafil salah. He started making the zikr of Allah wa ta'ala. Took on some good kitab and started reading it. He went and sat down with some pious friends and company. He did something or the other that will distract the heart and mind from this kind of thought that he's now, shaitan is trying to tempt him into and eventually it passed so he undertook that mujahada, whatever it was it passed it doesn't mean that this will never happen again but the second time round when it happens first time it came at the intensity level of 10, it will come at 8 now because it got weakened he deprived it of that nourishment and then again he restrained himself it will come at level 6 maybe after a few times, he'll come at level one. And when he keeps maintaining that, then what seemed to be a mountain once upon a time will be like shooing a fly away.
but he'll have to undertake that mujahada. But now a person gives in to desires, then the desires rule his life. And then a person who becomes the slave of desire, Afara ilahahu hawa. Allah Ta'ala says, have you seen the person who made his desires, his deity? That everything just gets left one side. وَأَضَلَّهُ اللَّهُ عَلَىٰ عِلْمٍ وَخَتَمَ عَلَىٰ سَمْعِهِ وَبَصَرِهِ وَجَعَلَ عَلَىٰ قَلْبِهِ غِشَاوَةً Everything despite knowledge, despite whatever a person knows, despite when the desires have become the thing that rules his life, everything else just goes away, out of the way, he becomes blinded to everything. He becomes blind, he becomes deaf to the nasihat and advice people might give him. He'll see the destruction glaring in front of him, but he can't see it. That if I'm going to get into this way, it's going to lead me to everything is glaring. But the desires blind him from it. It blocks his ears to all the advice. It blocks his heart and puts that veil over his heart. He can't ponder and think correctly. The desires just drive him. So the only solution to this, this is the ailment. And the remedy to it is what was discussed. The only remedy is that mukhalifat, an opposing of that nafs and desires. He restrains that nafs, he opposes it. It's desiring something, he does the opposite. Then in time, he starts ruling over that nafs. 